What's going on, everybody? Billy Ray Mitchell here checking in with you on the pre-roll. First and foremost, want to give a huge shout-out to our presenting sponsor. You see our new beautiful logo, Main Street Pharmacy. Shout-out to them. Shout-out to Jeremy Counts. Cares about Blacksburg. Loves Blacksburg. The go-to pharmacy in all of Blacksburg. The Sons of Saturday are powered by Main Street Pharmacy. Give them a look. Jeremy Counts will greet you with a smile every time. We have a lot of stuff going on here. So, on this recording, we have DJ Harvey. He's new. He's in the boat. Top-rated recruit for our class of 2021. Uh, we did a quick sit-down with him. Talked about his time in Sierra Canyon, his interest in Virginia Tech. Midnight Madness. Shout-out to the recruiting staff. Staying up till 3.30 to make that happen. That's awesome. Uh, so, we talked to him. Then we talked to Kelly Lawson. Another huge frame dude that we got coming here. We're excited about him as well. Got to sit down. Two incredible individuals. Um, was a ton of fun talking to both of them. So uh, that's what you're in store for on this episode. What's coming up? Let's zoom out. What do, what do we got coming up here? Website. Sonsofsaturday.com drops on Wednesday. That means that we will be starting our Top 50 Hokies of All Time. That will drop on Wednesday as well. We'll kick off that list. Disclaimer, look, this is our list. It is not in any type of order. It is just 50 Hokies that stand out to us. Uh, again, feel free to shoot over some suggestions. This is um, just a cool thing that we came up with here. Shout out to Ryan Hartman. He's really pioneering it, so we're excited about that. Sunsaturday.com, Wednesday. Other than that, I just wrapped up an interview with Coach Kenny Brooks of the Virginia Tech women's basketball team. He was fantastic. Some great insight on the program that he's built over the last four and five years. Uh, some of the highlights from the players that have come both through JMU and Virginia Tech. His relationship with Coach Fuente, Mr. Babcock, Mike Young. So it was a really great conversation. I enjoyed it and can't thank Coach Brooks enough in the athletic department for continuing to allow us to shine a spotlight on these incredible people that make up our athletic department and um, getting to shine a light on those student athletes, getting to shine a light on the alumni and everyone else surrounding our our awesome university. But um, DJ Harvey, Kelly Lawson here, Kenny Brooks probably going to go out mid, early to midweek. Uh, it's Sunday, July 12th now, so we're probably looking at a Tuesday launch for Coach Brooks, but I uh, hope everybody's doing well. Shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to you. And here is DJ Harvey and Kelly Lawson. But first, the 555. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Sons of Saturday. It is a pleasure to have you joining us here on this Wednesday evening, late Wednesday. We're uh, 7 o'clock Pacific time, 10 o'clock Eastern time, and we say that because we have a very special guest here, DJ Harvey. He committed on the 4th of July. The fireworks were going. It was awesome. DJ's a four-star cornerback, Chatsworth, California, Sierra Canyon High School. This is really exciting. DJ. How you doing this evening? I'm good. How are you guys? We are doing well. Thank you for joining the Sons of Saturday. Appreciate it. 
So the first question I always ask uh, recruits, and this is this is unique. I mean, you had offers from everywhere, from Oregon, Cal, Florida, Texas. Uh, when you were entering your recruitment, uh, and I know your father and your family were really involved in your recruitment as well, what were some of the factors or the um, – or the different things that you were looking for as you evaluated different schools that you traveled to? Um, just, just the way they run things around the, uh, the city, uh, the program, um, just everything, everything you look for before you commit. So if you want to commit to that school, you got to have trust in the coaches, trust coaches got trust in you and your parents got to be uh, fitting the program. And then talk to me a little bit about this midnight madness. So uh, I know we talk about how hard the re- uh, recruiting staff works. Uh, yeah. Ten thirty at night till three o'clock in the morning, they were working. Uh, you yeah. guys flew over from the West Coast, visited a couple different schools. Just kind of walk yeah. me through what schools you hit, and then walk me through that uh, that midnight madness that you all had at Virginia Tech. Um, the schools that we hit was Michigan State, um, North Carolina and then uh, Tennessee, and then, like, to after Tennessee, after a tournament, we went to Virginia Tech. And, and what, was that, what was that like? So you, so you arrive on campus, it's dark outside. Um, uh, what, oh, what it was cold. We got the end of the stick. We got the end of the cold stick. So um, we, 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 I, I've never experienced that type of cold stuff before. So <laughs> it, it was cold, I ain't going to lie. But I got used to it probably just walking around. But um, it was unique uh, going through the uh, – facilities going through the student athlete uh program situation it was it was a good it was a good uh good little visit and then they played they played the sandman and then like that's when i that's when it lost me i didn't think i didn't think i didn't think it was that serious (laughs) and that and that was the first time you've ever that's the first and only time you've been to virginia tech the first ever that was my first time ever i heard the sandman i didn't believe it and what what did you know about Virginia Tech before you got before you got there? Had you been following before, or or how did you kind of know about Virginia Tech and add it to your list of schools you wanted to visit? Um, I knew they had a good tradition with DBs uh, going to the league, and uh, one of my favorite safeties is Cam Chancellor, and he went to Virginia Tech. So that was just that was just like I just did a little bit of research before we walked into the school, and I was just like, oh, they they do produce DBs. So you know, if you want to go to the league, you got to go to the schools that produce and I think me coming to Virginia Tech was a huge reason so that's interesting I'm glad you did your research because uh you have you held offers from all of the uh the self-proclaimed DBUs Florida LSU mm-hmm. Texas um mm-hmm. I'm curious why is Virginia Tech DBU I think just the way they run things I think you know a lot of five stars four star guys are like six one six two that go to Florida Texas but, you know, when you see Virginia Tech, most of the guys is like, you might get a four-star here and there, three, two, but everybody's willing to work and get the work and, and try to go to the league. So I think that's a huge difference. The coaching formula at Virginia Tech for defensive backs is, is truly magnificent, as we've seen over the years. It is literally a formula that you get these talented guys and you send them into the NFL. So this commitment was really special, and we were hearing that, you know, maybe later on in the year, DJ Harvey was going to make his commitment. Um, and we knew that Virginia Tech was a finalist, but weren't really thinking we were going to hear so until, you know, maybe September or November later on. But obviously COVID had a lot to do with it. But what made you choose the 4th of July as your commitment date to kind of, you know, surprise everyone? Okay, so not everybody knows this, but September 18th was like a, like a statement bluff so that everybody would think it would be that late. 
but I already had my mind made up in like the middle of June. So oh wow, I was like, I was going with my friends. Um, we was gonna hang out, so I was just like, I might as well just drop my Fourth of July. Like it was just it was just a random random date. And I was like Fourth of July, and I had all my friends. Uh, I had one of uh the camera guys that I know. Um, shout out sports recruits. Um, they they hooked up the video. So so you knew in June. You visited Virginia Tech once. I'm fired up here in the boat. But what pro- yeah. what propelled you after after one visit to say, you know, I, I've seen enough. Um, I'm I'm ready to be a part of this. What what kind of led you to that decision so early? It just felt like it. It just felt like home. I don't know why, but it just like as soon as I left, I, I just wanted to go back. It was just it was just unique. Just the coaches, the way they trust, they the way they trust people. I think trust is a huge word that a lot of people take for granted. So talking about that recruiting video, um, you know, what went into that commitment video? You know, I know we saw uh, Terrell Edmonds, we saw G. Stro, Coach Ham. What went into that video? To be honest, my mom did that. Is so she a video she, producer? Nah, she just, I think she <laughs> uh, called Coach Davidson and asked for the, She just made up an idea. So I didn't know until I saw the video. Like, I was the la- I was like the last person to see the video. That's awesome. And uh, so I know Coach Smith and Coach Ham were kind of like your main recruiters. Can you kind of describe your relationship with both Coach Smith and Coach Ham? Oh, they're both they're both good coaches. Um, you know, they want to they want to see they want to see uh, their recruits like be successful, and they want a lot of want a lot of new recruits, um, especially for my class. They want us to come in and do and do what we got to do to help the team win. So. And then we know that uh, you have a very strong relationship with your family. Your mom yeah. made the uh, made the call to get G. Stro and Terrell yeah. on the video. And then uh, we know your dad's involved as well and uh, excited to, to communicate with him at some point and have him on here. But what's your relationship like with your father? Is he one of your coaches? Um, has he kind of been your mentor, you know, throughout your entire recruitment? What's that been like? He coached me at a young age, so it's like, you know, you get you get a different feel from your dad, and then you get a different feel from another coach. So, you know, it's a different feel when your dad's yelling at you as a coach. It's more like, it's more of a you have to understand what he's talking about than another coach. It's like you're so lost, and we try to talk about you. Just think he just hating on you. It's just two. It's just two different things. And once you learn it, you'll be good. Aside from your relationship with Coach Smith and Coach Hamilton, who are some other coaches that? Um, I mean, I, I read in an, I read in the article by twenty four seven that every coach after your uh, your visit when you got back to California, every coach called you from the strength staff to the recruiting staff. How did, how did that feel? And what are some of those coaches? Who were some of those coaches that you continued that relationship with after uh, after you left? I continued the relationship with all the coaches. Um, they wanted me in the zooming like probably almost every day. So I think I had. I think I had one meeting with Coach Fuente, then another meeting with Coach Hamilton, another meeting with Coach Smitty. <laughs> then it was just it was just like back to back to back to back. Like it was all in, in a row. So, you know, just meeting all different coaches is just show the family atmosphere that Virginia Tech has. And that, that's why I really chose it because a lot of schools, they have family atmosphere, but it's not like when you get there, it's a different feel than what they're showing. They show that it's the same. It's the same behind the screen, the same in, in person. So uh, we've had a couple of guests on over the last few months um, where we like to talk about transitional skill sets. Uh, Matthias Carroll and Trey Turner said how they played um, basketball and wrestling in high school, and it was transitional to their positions on the football field. 
We had Coach Paul Alexander uh, on, and he uh, mentors offensive line prospects, and he said, you know, he likes his athletes to play three sports growing up. We know Sierra Canyon is a huge basketball school. Bronny James is there. Um, I know a number of uh, famous athletes have come out of the basketball program there. Did you play any other sports growing up uh, that have been able to give you that transitional skill set to football? My first love was basketball. So I played basketball uh, until like I got to freshman year of high school. And then like I just stopped. And then football just came to second nature. And then like I always wanted my speed to get up. So I ran track. So it was a, a three. It was a three three-year rotation was like all around so I think with that I think it just translates now just where I am now just like the way I just move it's just it just comes natural with that track I know that uh you and you and Showtime Saunders are gonna have uh some good battles on the practice field I'm sure yeah probably man probably I haven't haven't been in the track in a minute so I gotta get back (laughs) to private of the team (laughs) I got a, uh, who are some of the players that you model uh, model your game after? Like college or in NFL? College, NFL, um, you know, former, uh, current, uh, completely up to you. Who do you study? Um, well, I study like probably the three, probably three the same players every day. Um, I watched Jeff Okuda that just drafted to the Lions, um, Jamal Adams, and then Denzel Ward. And then another question about the the twenty twenty uh, the class coming in here the twenty twenty one class. Have you connected with some of the other folks in the class? Have you been in talks with them? Um, what is the relationship like uh, with that class? We already clicked on my first day talking to them. Like it was just we all clicked. Um, we got in like a FaceTime, and it was just like welcome, welcome to the team. And you know, I just felt I just felt like this class is really going to change. Uh, the way the way everybody look at VTech. So I think we're the game changers of the class, and then we're setting it up for the class of 2022 and 2023. I got to say, my, my favorite, and, and Pat and I were talking about this off the air, one of my favorite things about doing this is is getting the opportunity to to meet all of you and the, and the mm. quality of student athlete and the quality of person that uh, our coaching staff is bringing in. So it's mm. something that I've noticed with every single uh, recruit that we've talked to from the 2021 class. So I'm really excited about that. There's some really uh, encouraging young men coming into this program. So I'm really mm. excited about that. That's a testament to you all. Mm. Um, Another thing, uh, the recruiting aspect. It's important to get other folks. I'm sure there were people that were in the 2021 class who encouraged you to come to Virginia Tech, who spoke to you. Is there anyone that you are actively recruiting to come to Virginia Tech, whether it be from the West Coast, whether it be another defensive back, whether it be someone else in the country? Who are you trying to get uh, to be the next person to come to Virginia Tech? Uh, I'm having like a lot of a lot of people that I know. Um, most of them is committed though, but. I'm trying to just still swing it in the ear, like kind of Virginia Tech. Um, I'm really trying to get my younger brother, uh, Kamari Ramsey, trying to get him to go. And you know, he's class of 2022, so he can ask me the questions because I'll, I'll already be there my freshman year, my first year. So that's the whole setup, and I'm trying to get all like my young, my little bros to the game. And then as you eye your arrival on campus next year, what are some of the areas of improvement that you're looking to work on, both on and off the field? Um, probably just on the field, just like, just learn the speed of the game, probably, because I think I'm, I have a lot of great techniques. I, I can cover 
anybody from the slot outside uh, by the by the number three, um, play in the back end, play at safety. But um, off the field, just working on just working on the mental aspect. Um, you know, people now you can get paid in twenty twenty one by your likeness and image. So now you really gotta pay attention to who's really who's really trying to get in your ear, who's not, who's really trying to set you up the wrong way, just things like that. I'm curious, how, how much insight do you have on how that's gonna work? I have a little bit. Um, it's just like when you get as soon as 2021 hand you in college, it's just like the image of likeness. So as soon as as soon as your name is out there, people can literally buy off what your product and what you're trying to do. We're going to get into rapid fire here and rapid fire is brought to you by the Chesapeake center for complete dentistry. If you are down in the Chesapeake area, John Cranham, mm-hmm. Dr. John Cranham, the whole squad, they got all the great equipment. They are doing all types of dentistry. And if you go down there, say sons of Saturday for a 50% off teeth bleaching. So that's big time. But DJ, mm-hmm. what are you looking to study at Virginia tech? Broadcasting. Broadcasting. Another broadcasting. Let's one. go. Right. That's awesome. Did you get to check out, like, uh, I know since you were probably with a group, you didn't get to check out um, that whole side of the school, but did you get to meet anyone from, like, the sports journalism program? No, nah, not really. Mm-hmm. I would check out. We uh, definitely give Bill Roth a follow. He, he oversees that program. We actually did an interview with him, but he's gone out of his way to – um, to speak to student athletes coming into that program. And um, there have been some really incredible folks who have come in and out of that program. So I encourage you to, uh, to check that out. That's a fantastic uh, track for you. Okay. Thank you. Favorite NFL player. Ooh, like all time or just like regular? Both. He was both. Oh man. Um, there's some great ones. There's some great ones. Uh, I I can't I can't choose between the one all time, but I'll probably say Brian Dawkins and Deion Sanders. Brian and Dawkins, current, is a great pick. and current, uh, my favorite player to watch. People, people be sleeping on man. I'll say Devontae Adams. Okay, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is smooth. I Monty thought you were gonna go Jamal. I thought you were gonna go uh, Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams is a ton of fun to watch. I mean, too. I mean, I, I study him like just like to like to pick his pick his game to my mm-hmm. game. But like mm-hmm. the favorite to watch, like if I have to watch somebody like in a full game, I watch Monte Adams. Sure. He's, he's cold. All right, so you already told us Cam Chancellor is your favorite Hokie of all time, but uh, who's your favorite current Hokie on the uh, the current team? Farley. Love that. Um, favorite him, video him game. Him and Trey. Him and Trey. Him and Trey. I'll say him and Trey. Yeah. We love Caleb and Trey. We love Caleb Trey, man. <laughs> uh, favorite video game. Madden. Who are you playing with? I play with my friends, so it really don't. No, I'm saying. Really I'm saying. Matter. I'm saying. Do you? I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. Like, do you? I'm saying. Do you have a team or do you randomize it? I randomize it. Like I'm going based off you. So if you go with the Chiefs, I'm going to use the Patriots. Okay. Like, this is off. This is off. Skill level. Okay. Uh, favorite TV show or Netflix series? TV show, ESPN, Netflix series, Last Dance. Oh, love it. Spotify or Apple Music, and what are you playing on it? Apple Music, and I'm playing oh. Little Baby. Playing Little Baby? Okay. Yeah, Little Baby. Jordan, Braun, or Kobe? Jordan. That's my favorite player of all time. That is a fantastic answer. 
Love that. I, I think I think he I like if we can have this discussion. I, I'll, I'll make that. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Now, Jordan, if you say uh, th- those three are the greats, period. Those three, three are the greats. LeBron is the best athlete out of them three. Yes. I'll give LeBron. Yeah. He's the best athlete of them three. But you can't you can't take away Kobe's greatness or what he did and put LeBron in front of it. I just personally me, I don't like that. You can you if you watch the documentary and you really pay attention and you really listen, Kobe even said without Michael, it wouldn't be no Kobe. Without him talking to Michael, it wouldn't be no Kobe. Without Michael, it wouldn't be Le- no LeBron. I I gotta tell you, the the problem here, I don't mean to I don't mean to sound like an old guy, but the problem is everybody that wants to comment on Michael Jordan not being as good as LeBron clearly has never watched a single full Michael Jordan game. What they'll do is they'll throw on the highlights and they'll act like they're a Michael Jordan expert. Or they'll throw on the highlights and act like they're a Kobe Bryant expert. So Exactly. I, exactly, I, Mike. Exactly. I, I appreciate you turn it I appreciate you looking at it from a, uh from from the right angle. Have you I gotta ask you though, what would Bronny think about that take? I mean Bronny, he gonna vote for his dad. So it's like you 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 gotta vote for you gotta vote for somebody that, that you're close to or like you gotta vote for your dad. Now, okay. Michael Jordan was my dad. I'll do the same thing, but I love LeBron. Like it's not like I hate LeBron's game. I love LeBron. Okay, who was your love favorite? That. Who was your favorite NBA player to watch growing up? Then, um, in my day, it was LeBron. Okay. In my day, it was LeBron. But like, I'm an old head, so I look at all the old stuff. Oh, you're oh, you're an old head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old head, man. Old music, old everything. Let's I got go. You. So if you like old music, then we got some West Coast, uh, West Coast flavored questions for you. Who's your favorite rapper from California? Oh, favorite rapper from California? DJ likes Rapid Fire. You're excited. You, oh, you've gotten excited. Yeah, this is great. Uh, uh, favorite rapper from California? I'll probably say Tupac. Tupac? Okay. Yeah. What is your uh, toughest high school opponent? Toughest high school opponent? Like who was it, or just in general? Who what? Like who's the toughest team that you play out in California? <sighs> I will have to say, I'll have to say Grace because it's just, it's just a pound. It's just a pound that you take with Grace with big. Just a physical ones. team. Yes, you got you got to take. You gonna get you gonna get beat up. I'm just saying that right now. You get beat up. In and Out Burger. I have to say. I'm curious about your order and if you think it's overrated. Because I went out there. I think it's okay. I, I, I don't think it's amazing. Everybody was saying go to California, get in and out. What is your order, and do you swear by it? I mean, I don't eat in and out like that. So, I mean, I'll get it here and there, and it'll just be good to me. But if I ate it, like, every day, I'll get tired of it. But my order would probably be, like, I have to not eat anything if I go to in and out I have to not eat anything. So, I'll probably get – a double double grilled onions, um, animal style fries, and vanilla shake. So then, I guess a better question would be: What is your favorite California cuisine? Like your favorite California staple? If you're bringing, if someone from Virginia says, "Yo, we're going home for Thanksgiving break. We're going home for Christmas break. I'm gonna book a flight. Come with you. Where are you? Where are you taking them? Taking them Benny Honors. Benny Honors. Okay. Um, Northern California or Southern California? Southern California. I completely agree. I'm going to say San Diego is my favorite place in the universe. That place is unbelievable. Southern California. Northern California is cool, but San Diego, uh, like Southern California, they got a lot Can't of stuff over there. Can't beat nah, it. Can't beat it. 
Lakers, Clippers, or Warriors? And honesty, honesty hour, I didn't know if Sacramento was in California. I had to clarify with Pat. Uh, it is. I was not a geography major, so we'll throw the Kings in there as well. But I Dude, don't think they're going to be your the, favorite. It's the capital of the um, state. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. So, so, so I got to choose one? Yeah, you got to pick one. I mean, I'll, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying I don't like the Warriors. I think they just cheesy with the threes. So they're out. The Kings definitely out. They're not even in California. Yeah, they're not. Um, I have to go with the Clippers because I like Paul George. Is Paul it, George now, is from, Paul George you, from my hometown. Do you not have a, uh, do you not have a specific favorite? I'm a Celtic fan. Are you more of a play? I, I realize that, uh, that folks nowadays, usually like players more than they like teams. Are you in that boat as well? Yeah, like Paul George came from Palmdale. That's where I'm from. So okay. that's my favorite play. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Trey Turner is a big Paul George Paul George. Paul George. Paul, Paul George. George. So, uh, yeah. so, DJ, we Paul got – George, Paul George is nice. Paul George is nice. So, uh, DJ, we got letters from the lunch pail here, and that's actually presented by Sharky's, where good friends go. Now, there's a place called Sharky's, DJ, and you'll be exposed to Sharky's when you get on campus. It's an amazing place. Uh, they got good food. They got good wings. It's where good friends go. It's on Main Street. You're going to love it. Uh, even though Trey, Trey will tell you that he likes PKs better, we're going to tell you we like Sharky's better. So, Sharky's take- is where good friends okay. go. Hot did you bed. get to eat? Did you get to eat anywhere when you were in Blacksburg? By the way, um, I can't imagine was anything place, was open. What was that place called? It was um, yeah, it was, was a open? place. It was it was some it was somewhere near it. I think cookout? Was it like, was it like cookout? yes, yes, cookout, yeah. Oh. Cookout. oh wait, so all right. Yes. Did you like what was your what was your experience with cookout? I didn't know it was that cheap. I was like, uh-huh. I was like, what? And like, I was like, me, I, I'm from Cali, so like that right there will be expensive to Cali. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm, a, I know I'm gonna have to pull out a grip for this. <laughs> and I, we went in, and I was like, the heck, it was only, it was like a burger's like three dollars. Yep. You get and the tray, like, it's like three fifty. You get the fries for free. I was like, what? And then they had the different type of shakes. I was like, oh, I'm definitely coming here when I, when we go back on the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'm definitely coming back. I think I had like a, I think I had a burger with fries and then like a cookies, cookies and cream shake. Under eight fine. bucks. Under eight bucks. Yes, under eight. I think I think that's what Virginia Virginia sold. Virginia won that battle right there. As long as you look, DJ. As long as you bring your sweatshirt and as long you know, I think you're gonna be just fine. You're gonna be in good hands coaching wise. People are nice, you know. Uh, I know people in Los Angeles tend to be a little standoffish, but. I think I think I think you're gonna like Virginia, man. I think you are, and you're gonna love you're gonna love yourself some cookout too. I know I did. Man, I'm gonna have jackets on top of jackets. <laughs> Let me tell you, go get yourself a North Face. Go get yourself, you know, a Carhartt or something. You're gonna need that. You need to have something for February. You're gonna need to have something for December. So, oh, for for sure, for sure. You like I think in Cali, it's like if it's cold, cold. You'll catch me wearing two jackets. Like two no, you don't know. Like See, that's the problem. There is no cold, cold in California. Like there's yeah. a different there. There's a different type of cold, cold. You'll you'll be you'll be accumulated yeah. to the cold, cold coming up here soon. Oh, I got the end of the stick when I went to Midnight Madness. I was freezing in March. In March, March is yeah, cold, the, Billy. No, it, did, it did. It did just snow though. It did just snow. So I was okay. like, oh okay. no. Nah. Okay. Okay. 
All right, so DJ, letters from the lunch pail. These are uh, questions that uh, some fans submitted on Twitter earlier in the week. So uh, I actually wanted to write this in one my, uh, myself here. So, you know, you're in Pac-12 territory out west. You're coming out mm-hmm. east to the ACC. This is a completely new place. What teams and which schools are you excited to kind of get some exposure to match up against that, you know, you probably have not been able to ever see in person, you know, being on the west coast? Uh, definitely go against my quarterback. Uh, he goes to Georgia Tech. Um, Louisville. Definitely Virginia. Cause definitely Virginia. Cause I watched the game and I was mad. So, uh, definitely Virginia. I was mad too. And, and I'll probably, I was there. I'll, I was probably, upset. I'll probably like say like, like Clemson. That's right. Every year, every year in the AC championship. I'm, I'm gotta you, be. This class, of, this class of 2021 about to go and get Clemson. Watch. I'm here for it. <laughs> we got a, a question from Tyler Austin here. With all of the brother, father, son combos that have played at Virginia Tech, and how many former players are now coaching at Virginia Tech, how big of a role was that in coming to Virginia Tech? It was a huge role, I think, because uh, you see a lot of people come back, and you know, a lot of schools that that already been there, they won't come back because of the coaching, but. Um, seeing everybody come back was just a good feeling. It means everybody's welcoming open arms. Love that. Tyler Daly, you get to make a game-winning play. Bless you. You get to make a game-winning play. Which of of these three do you choose? A pick six, a forced fumble, or catch a touchdown pass? Because I'm an athlete, this is hard. Force fumbles, force fumbles, I'm going to be honest, you'll catch me, like, in the middle of the pile. But um, I will have to say a pick six for the game. Yeah, I'll take a pick six for the game. Okay. I'll take it. Because a pick six for the game, it's like they probably can be on the goal line. It's like 10 seconds left, and they have no timeouts. They just pick it off and win the game. Well, you remember the Cam Chancellor pick. Uh, you remember the Cam Chancellor pick against mm-hmm. Carolina when they were all the way on the yeah. other side of the field. He had like the 103 yard uh, pick six, pick six buzzer yeah. beater, basically. Um, but yeah. Good pick, good pick. Here's another. Here's some more DBU knowledge for you from Virginia Tech. There's a guy named Willie Pyle. I think he played mm-hmm. safety uh, back mm-hmm. in like 2001 or 2000. Uh, we were at Miami in the Orange Bowl and you know, did the very similar thing to Cam Chancellor, picked it off on like the one and took it 99 yards to the house. So go, uh, go do some YouTube binging and you can find that, uh, that Willie Pyle video. We'll, we'll send it to you. I definitely will go look at it. I definitely will. <laughs> so uh, Ryan Wilkes says, what does it mean to you to be the first California to Virginia Tech recruit? I think it's just a huge deal. Um, you know, most of my family, uh, they agreed with it. Uh, and I'm away from distractions, so I ain't got to worry about, you know, a lot of people. I can just be um, in a different state, be, try and be comfortable. Zach Matuzak, it has been documented how every coach was involved on your visit. Was that mm-hmm. similar with other schools, or was it just Virginia Tech that recruited you that way? Um, some schools did it like that, some didn't, but I think just the way Virginia Tech did it, and uh, since I'm from the West Coast, they had to do it way different just for me to see it. So. I think I'll just say Virginia take it the most way. I got to ask you, though, coming, you know, I kind of want to, before we disconnect here, I kind of want to dig into that a little bit. So, I mean, you're coming across the country again. Like, it's completely different. You're going to be away from distractions. But um, 
you know, I, I'm really excited to build this pipeline to uh, from California to Virginia Tech. Um, what are, aside from, you know, getting a new start and coming to Virginia Tech, what are you excited about to uh, change about yourself or, or learn uh, on the other side of the country? Uh, different people, uh, different different connections, um, and just my teammates in general. Um, you know, the way they the way they come in, open arms, and me being the young freshman, uh, I'll get to really know those guys, uh, get comfortable, be be who I really am, like show them how I am from Cali, and then I understand how they are, like from Texas, Florida, Virginia, North Carolina. Like I get to see everybody, so. Um, it's it's just a learning process all around. It's a fantastic answer, DJ. You are a wise man. We're excited uh, excited to have you in the boat here. And before we let you go, we give yeah. you the opportunity to do some shout outs. Now, I'm not sure if you know this, but the Trey Turners of the world, Tyrell Smiths of the world, TikTok is huge at Virginia Tech. I don't know if it's big over over in California, but it are is. you are you it active is. on TikTok? Do you have a TikTok? I have a TikTok, but I'm not active. So you're a browser. I, that's a common theme. You just browse. Yeah. You ju- you're just there. Yeah, you're just exactly. there to, for the laughs. Okay. Yeah. So where can we follow you on social media if we're trying if we're trying to uh, if we're trying to follow you? D R D A D H A R V and then zero two, and on Twitter D R two. And uh, any shout outs for you before you go? Uh, shout out to all my teammates uh, at Sierra Canyon. Um, shout out to my best friends Drew Watts, Kamari Ramsey. Quattro Sumlin, Deshaun, JJ, Eli, and Zeke. And shout out to every mom that's been there for me since day one. That's fantastic. DJ, we're excited to have you in the boat. We're excited to get you out to Blacksburg. Excited to see who else you bring with you. Uh, and hopefully we get some more Californians in the boat. Uh, and, again, we'll do this soon. Hopefully we'll, uh, we got you getting some uh, game-winning pick sixes in the, uh, in the near future. But wishing you the best of luck, young man. Hopefully. Thank you. Take care. All right, everyone. Bienvenidos. Welcome back. It's uh, it's Thursday, 6.09 p.m. And we have another member of the Hard Hat 21 class, uh, Kelly Lawson. 6'4", 200 pounds, Stevens City, Virginia, committed back on June 18th. And he's from Sharando High School. Uh, spent some time as an edge rusher. Um, up there, played some receiver as well. So uh, great frame, very athletic, um, and we're really excited to have you, Kelly. Welcome to the Sons of Saturday. Sir, I'm excited to be here. Before we jump in here, um, Chirando, Stephen City, like where is that? Is that like, is that like um, Winchester area? Yes, sir. It's, it's all the same thing. Northern Virginia, same same area. Up in Nova, and then the first thing that stuck out. Uh, after we got the Keli Kelly thing situated, I saw CEO. Where where does CEO come from? Is that self proclaimed? Where did we get the nickname? Yes, sir. It's a self self like self proclaimed name. It's I, I derived it because like early on, dad would always tell me, "Oh, you know too much. Oh, you you're bossy." And it's like, okay, then I guess I'm I'm the CEO. I'm the chief executive officer. I run this. <laughs> All right, I, I I sense a common theme uh, amongst the twenty twenty one class. We got a lot of we got a lot of nicknames. We got Stretch. Um, we got uh, what is what is DJ Pops? Uh, his dad calls him Pops. So we got a lot of nicknames. Um, so and uh, and Taj Bullock is Deucey. And Deucey, Taj Bullock. Um, 
in terms of your in terms of your recruitment, uh, I like to ask everyone that comes on here. So, um, when you and your family were evaluating different schools, you were getting a lot of mail, getting a lot of calls, visiting different schools. What were some of the most important things that you were looking for in uh, the school that you were going to attend? Uh, first of all, for me personally, it was like they had to be a decent program. Like, like I want to go into a decent program and start uh, making it better. I don't want to. I don't want to have to start from the ground up. And then, as a whole family, I think education was a major rule, and just like how the coaches, some of the players, how they carried themselves. And speaking of the education arm, do you know what you're going to study when you get to Virginia Tech? Yes, sir. As of right now, I'm, I'm heading for engineer. Love that. And uh, so, so Kelly, you know, we ha- we had the injury um, cut short the junior year, and knowing that your recruitment, um, we we read an article. Uh, on key play from your coach, uh, speaking very highly of you, speaking about your talent level, and then knowing that um, communicating with the Virginia Tech staff, putting videos on Twitter, getting some reps out, um, you know, able to see that you're very talented and you have a very high upside. But um, who was your main recruit in the process and how did the recruitment process with Virginia Tech kind of develop and stand out? Honestly, uh, up until the injury everything was kind of subtle and even past that it just kept going down it was like I was losing stocks so coach Hall had me you know like you said we're making all these videos and then so I think he originally reached out and then they started hating me and then like we slowly but surely just kept building a relationship and I really liked the way they treated me as a person like rather than a player like I'm not just there to play football can you can you expand on that? What do you what do you mean? So you've been recruited by other coaches before. Kind of just expand. What do you, what do you mean talking to you as a as a person, not a player? It's like they really let you know who they are as people, rather than it's like we just want you to come here play football for us and like just be another statistic. Like they really get to know me as like not only as a player, but like as a whole human being. Like how I carry myself, what I do in this situation, stuff like that. Who are some of the uh, the defensive coaches that really stood out uh, in your recruitment and, you know, you got to know really well so far and are excited to get to know even better once you get on campus? Uh, so far, the major ones are Coach Clays, Coach Tapp, and Coach Hamilton. And, you know, you have this unique frame, this unique skill set. What is their pitch for you uh, on the field, uh, you know, from a defensive standpoint? Honestly, they just uh, – I've talked a lot with – coach clays about this he says uh he says listen bro we're just trying to get you in the position where you can do you because they don't want to put me in a position where it's like it's like i can play it but like i want to enjoy what i'm doing so whether that be off the edge dropping back in coverages heck even man like i'm just wherever wherever i feel comfortable and going off of that um you know we know that you had another in-state offer at virginia and even though the result last year you know you chose virginia tech over UVA why did you decide to commit to Virginia Tech over UVA uh honestly as the as the months go by it just seemed like we started losing communication it's just like the same I guess vibe wasn't there but whereas like Virginia Tech there was constantly like every week to to the point where it was almost daily I'm Mm -hmm. on a phone call I'm on a FaceTime saying what's up with them Right. And knowing that this process has definitely been a lot different uh, with the quarantine and everything. So as far as, um, you know, your game specifically, Kelly, who are there any players in college at the college level or at the NFL level that you really try to, you know, learn about or mold your own game after? 
Uh, recently, it's Isaiah Simmons because we're both we got the similar frame, and then with room to grow, and just the versatility. Like I admire that, and then I've I've been told that like I'll be compared to him, and it's like I can really see myself doing like a little bit of everything. So last year you had the Kyrie injury, uh, Kyrie Irving injury, right? You broke your kneecap. Just below it, it was actually right underneath my growth plate. It was my, it was the front of my tibia. It was fractured. Oh wow. Okay, so just curious, like, um, how did you handle that? What was the road back like? What did you learn? Just kind of walk us through the uh, the timeline of events there. Uh, honestly, when it first happened, it was just like it was like it was just like shocking. It was like. You know, when you get those injuries, you just think it's a stinger. You try to get back up. But at that point, it was like, it was like, oh, I can't move this. And it was just like, it was real scary. And those few seconds of me first hurting, it was like the whole 30 minutes. That's what it felt like. But the recovery process, the whole time in my mind, it was like, I just have to get back and I got to get back better. Because it was like, I'm going to, I'm going to physical therapy every day. Like, and I'm going to the gym by myself every day. I just got to. Like, I'm not done. I'm not done yet. Like, I got to make a name for myself. And I just carried it on till now. And uh, tell me a little bit about your workout regimen. Um, obviously, the coronavirus has, you know, changed everything. But you're very active on Twitter, posting videos, uh, like we mentioned earlier. What is your workout regimen? Who are you working out with? Uh, and what's been the focus uh, there? Uh, I go out twice a week with the guys over at Promotion, where they do therapy and personal training. I try to work on explosiveness and like overall agility over there. And then the rest of the week, uh, every, every day other than Sunday, I'm trying to go to the gym, work on my strength. And then I try to try to fill a little space in for like field work, footwork, stuff like that. So Kelly, can you tell me what it's been like getting to know some of these guys in your class? I think there's uh, I think there's 12 now in the class of 2021. Who have you vibed with and you know, you guys getting along well? Uh, yes, sir. We actually have a little group chat of our own uh, getting going. And it's like every every one of those guys is their own personality. They're all fun, fun to be around. And then uh, which parts of ACC football are you really looking forward to most? Because, you know, it's big time and we love it so much. What are you looking forward to, you know, whether it's the bright lights of, you know, Lane Stadium or playing against UVA? Honestly, it's it's all of the above. It's just the overall atmosphere, the experience, and, get, and especially the competition. That's a big thing for me. It's just like I don't I don't like nothing too easy for me. Like I want to go out and get it, especially being a like like top top tier team, but not top yet. If that makes sense, I just want to I just want to put us on a pedestal. You don't want to join something that's already at the top. You want to take it to the top. Uh, of course, I know what you're saying. Uh, as you gear up to arrive in Blacksburg. What aspect of your game or aspect of yourself as a person are you looking to improve upon the most? Honestly, as a as a player, I'm just trying to improve physically. Like like I said, I I need to build that frame so I can truly be like the definition of versatile and and hybrid. And overall, I'm just trying to build more character <laughs> as a as a young man, be able to carry myself later on in life. Absolutely. So, Kelly, we're going to roll into uh, to rapid fire here. Um, so we're going to ask you a question, just whatever first comes to your mind, you know, just go ahead and uh, give us your answer. And rapid fire is actually presented by the Chesapeake Center for Complete Dentistry. This guy, Dr. John Cranham. Kelly, you'll see him on Twitter. He's the man. Uh, but 
if you are in the Chesapeake area, if you have uh, needs, dental needs, any type of dental need, anything from a cleaning to a reconstructive surgery, head on down there. It is a spot. Sons of Saturday will get you 50% off your teeth bleaching. So, Kelly, favorite Hokie of all time or on the current roster or both? Uh, probably Tremaine Edmonds, just because just of that comparison. If you, uh, if you can go on YouTube, go check out Tremaine Edmonds against UVA in 2017. I have never seen someone get in the backfield faster in my entire life. Yes, sir. Uh, favorite NFL player? Uh, probably DeAndre Hopkins, best receiver in the league. Favorite food? Oh, uh, it's got to be mac and cheese. All right, West End Dining Hall. Fantastic mac and cheese. Billy, <laughs> Billy does, uh, does D2 have good mac and cheese too, Billy? D2 has average everything, but you get a lot of it. So like, <laughs> that's, that's why. But if I'm, going, if I'm looking for good mac and cheese, I'm going to West End. Okay. Wait, what is your take? All right, Kelly, what's your take on Chick-fil-A mac and cheese? Average? I think I personally uh, overrated. I feel like, I feel like it's, yeah, it's overrated. Like, just because it's Chick-fil-A doesn't yep. mean it's top tier. I mean, okay, what about, what about Panera bread mac and cheese? I mean, still, I think it's still <laughs> so I, personally I, that homemade mac and cheese is it's unbeatable. Put your okay. own little on it. I don't know if you, but, I don't know if you have this down where you're at, but Boston Market has some really good market mac and cheese. Boston, have you ever been to Boston Market? I don't know if they have that uh, in Stephen City. Yeah, Boston Market. Right. Boston Market has some good uh, has some good macaroni and cheese. Got you, Kelly. Uh, sport to play besides football? Uh, it's it's got to be basketball. Close second. Favorite television show? TV show. Uh, I love me some cartoons. I honestly can't pick. But, I mean, if I had to pick one, I think it'd be SpongeBob. Grew up watching it. It's funny. I'm glad to hear that. There isn't that much – there aren't that many good cartoons on nowadays. I always, I always feel bad for the younger generation that don't have good cartoons. Favorite right. video game? Video game is it's between Call of Duty or, or 2K. If you're playing, if you're playing 2K, do you randomize teams or do you have a team that you play with? I typically play with the Celtics. Don't ask. You're a Celtics fan. I'm not even. I'm not even going to call myself a Celtics fan. It's just their roster. I feel like is deep. Okay. <laughs> you're talking to a Celtics fan, so I, I, I like. I like to hear that. We do have a nice <laughs> roster. Um, Bron, Kobe, or MJ? Uh you know I got to respect the ghost, but like I feel like LeBron statistics wise. It's just, it's there. All right. <laughs> Billy, Billy, Billy loves the, the MJ argument. That's my, favorite, that's my favorite question every week. Um, Apple Music or Spotify? Uh, honestly, I've been, I've used both. I, I pick Apple Music, I guess, just because I'm a bandwagon. So. What do you listen to? Uh, what do you mean? Like, what, 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 if, what are you usually listening to? A couple of artists that you usually listen to? Uh, artists, uh, I like a little bit of mix in mind. So there's the there's the rap. So it's like I don't really like listening to those mainstream artists like that. But I mean, if it's good music, it's good music. But I I don't know. I just got this little sweet spot for like that early uh, 2010 2015 music, like Ellie Golden and stuff like that. All that. It, just, it just goes hard. You're a throwback. Besides the LeBron the LeBron thing, you're a throwback kid. I like that. Um, yeah. If you if you were to take a couple of a uh, couple of your friends back, I remember when I took my friends back to to New Jersey. 
Uh, you take a couple friends back to Steven City. Is there a restaurant or a place that you got that that like if you go to Steven City, you have to go here? We just gotta we just gotta walk downtown. There's a ton of good restaurants over there. It's, it's a nice chill vibe. Nice chill vibe in Steven City. I gotta check it out. We're moving right along to quarantine edition, which Pat is fired up about. This is Pat's favorite <laughs> segment. Uh, these are quarantine specific questions. So Pat, kick us right. off. You got to get fired up for quarantine edition. Okay. <laughs> Sons of snacks. What is Kelly Lawson snacking on during quarantine? Oh, snacks. Oh, it's got to be Oreos. Oreos. Of course. A little a tall glass. Of- mm. Oh, yeah. Um, and then any board games? You've been playing any board games board or any card games? Uh, honestly, no. <laughs> I mean, if, if I if I had to play a board game or a card game, it'd be it'd be Uno. Big Uno guy. Okay. And then uh, any podcast you're plugging into? No, I don't really listen to podcasts. Not yet. You do now. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so aside from po- aside from podcasts, Uber Eats, self uh, tattletailing on myself a little bit. I do have the yearly subscription to Postmates. It's $100, and you don't have to pay the delivery charge. So that's how much I use Postmates. I'm curious, uh, what, are, what are you Postmating? Are you Postmating Uber? Are you Postmating uh, Chipotle, Moe's, Godoba, uh, Burger King? What, what is the Postmates go-to? The go-to is, is, is Chipotle. <laughs> Walk me through your bowl. Uh, all right, so I get, I get one bowl, one burrito with the same. Uh, yes. Honestly. All right, all right, so on the on the on the bowl, I get I get some white rice. I'm not really a fan of the beans. I get double chicken steak, put some guac, put some of the medium on it, some some cheese. It's beautiful. Let me give you a life hack here. If you don't <laughs> like the beans, ask for yeah. double fajita vegetables because you can trick yourself into it being healthy, and you get some more. Right. I mean, about me when when I was still playing ball and I was trying to pack on the lbs. It was all about volume. I wanted to eat until I, I felt like there was a, a boulder in my stomach. So it's all about right. the volume. If, if, if you got to ask for double chicken, they're not going to da- charge you double for double uh, fajita vegetables. So you just stack right. up on the fajita vegetables. So little life, little life hack for you. Um, spending a little time in the ha- spending a lot of time in the house. Are you a house shoes guy? An UGGs guy? Flip flops? Socks? Um, what what is like your uh, what is like your stuck in the house uh, attire? Yeah, typically I'm rolling around in some socks. I don't care what socks. I'm just I'm in them. Okay, okay. And then the last question for you here: your silver lining for quarantine. My silver lining: I got to spend some time with my brother, uh, who was back from the Naval Academy, just being home with the family. Uh, what is like your silver lining from quarantine? It's honestly basically the same thing. Getting to see like my family more often. As I mean, I'm kind of at the point where it's like becoming a little too often, <laughs> but it's just. <laughs> It's, it's just being able to spend time and then really enjoy, enjoy with them. We're moving on to our Letters from the Lunch Pail segment, which is brought to you by Sharkies. Kelly, have you been to Sharkies? I don't know if you visited Blacksburg and have been able to go to Sharkies. Sharkies is where good friends go. Fantastic wings, fantastic uh, burgers, fantastic nachos. Our son, sons of special teams, Kyle Lowe and the gang, we're down at Sharky's the other day, putting it on the Snapchat story or the Instagram story. So shout out to to them. Hopefully they're getting the whole class of 2020 on uh, on board. But Sharky's is where good friends go. Pat, kick us off here with the L's from the P. 
L's from the P, letters from the lunch pail. Uh, Kelly, so favorite part about Blacksburg? I know you got to visit. Um, what, what first of all, I guess when did you visit, and then what was one of your favorite parts about Blacksburg? Uh, I visited one time last year, my sophomore year, during the junior day, and that was before I even was getting thinking about recruiting, getting recruited. But Your favorite part, fa- yeah. My favorite part, uh, it's honestly just like the way it's already like, cause I've never seen campuses before. Like I'm a little sophomore, I've never seen a whole facility like that dedicated. So it's got to be like all the all the the football facility specifically, and the fact that they're still expanding on it. That's just how much yeah. money you have. Oh yeah, Coach <laughs> Tap. Uh, Coach taps videos of him recording the weight room behind him. Um, Join the Hokie Club the so winter. we can build more stuff. Yes. Nice Join, club plug. Join the Hokie Club plug. Um, yeah, so that's fantastic. And then, uh, so this question comes from Josh Randall, 1013. Did you receive any interest from schools to play basketball and football? And if so, what, you, what made you specialize on football over basketball? Uh, to be honest, like growing up, I always thought basketball was going to be my, my way out, but that didn't really, that didn't really go my way. So I've been getting recruited heavily for football. So I was just like, I I might as well invest most, if not all my time on, on this craft so I can be the best I can be. On that note. So, so you don't play uh, basketball in high school? I, I do like honestly do. And to be honest, not to, to my own horror, I think I'm pretty good at it, <laughs> but it's just like, that's just that's the way it is. If I'm a, if I'm a like if I'm getting money put on my table to go play a sport, I'm a I'm a invest in it. Trey Turner is going to hear that, and Trey Turner is going to want to play you one on one. So I hope uh, <laughs> I'm I'm excited I'm excited to see how that materializes. Yeah, um, I'm <laughs> Lucas Branson, what extracurricular are you planning to do around Blacksburg for fun? Are you a fishing guy? You like hiking? Um, what do, what do you plan on getting into, uh, when you, when you get to Blacksburg? Honestly, I haven't thought that for it, but I mean, since you brought up between hiking and fishing, I can't, I can't hook a fish to save my life. So I guess hiking is my only choice, right? (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, this was great. We appreciate you. Um, this is the last segment and it's become a little bit of a joke at this point, but it's the truth. TikTok is huge at Virginia Tech. TikTok is like the staple for Virginia Tech, I'm not sure if you do follow Trey Turner, Terrell Smith. He's on his 10th year at Virginia Tech. He is, you know, the overseer of the Virginia Tech football program. He is active on TikTok. Are you active on TikTok? I wouldn't say active, but I can get caught scrolling for more than I should. <laughs> so, where, to say so where can we uh, where can we follow, find you on social media? Twitter, Instagram, where can we find you? Honestly, it's it's gonna be Twitter, Instagram. I'm more, I'm mostly active on Twitter, but Instagram, yeah. What's your, uh, what's your, what's your pl- uh, handle? Uh, it's at Kelly Lawson, K E L I dot L A W S O N. And last, uh, and last thing here, shout outs. Anybody to shout out? Anything you got coming up? Anything? Anybody you want to thank? This is, uh, this is your time. Ah, uh, I gotta <laughs> thank my family, my coaches, Coach Hall, especially, yes sir, uh, all my teammates. And yeah, of course the the B Tech coaches. That's all family now. Kelly, we're excited to have you in the boat. This was a uh, this was a ton of fun. And I was telling uh, I was telling we interviewed DJ Harvey last night. Um, I think the the biggest thing to be excited about is uh, 
it's just a fun group of guys. Like we haven't been doing this for a long time. I mean, this is the first class. We, we got to interview Tyree Saunders, uh, another nickname guy, Tyree Showtime Saunders. We got to interview him um, and he was great. But uh, everybody that we've talked to in this 2021 class has been just a joy to speak to and uh, really excited to see you guys represent Virginia Tech on and off the field. Um, but you guys are building something special. Well, Kelly, thanks for joining us. We'll have this, uh, we'll hope to have you on again soon and stay safe and looking forward to having you in Blacksburg. Yes, sir. You, you all stay blessed.